Welcome back. Woo! Time to woke up. I'm Corey. I am Eric. We are back. We've um we like re-hit our stride in Oh, you know what word has been around in the business world that I don't like? What? Cadence. Really? When referring to like how often something like if there's a recurring thing. What's the cadence on that? Oh. I don't like that. That hasn't made it to higher ed. Yeah. So we've gotten our cadence down, I think. Good for us. Which is nice. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's nice Um, What are we talking about this eve? Ooh. Fireplace is going. You can hear it still. Uh, I don't love it. The cat is here. I'm a little annoyed. Should we turn it off? We're next to our custom artwork that we... No, I don't want to turn it off. I like it. All right. I don't... If we If we... Hold on. Be really quiet. Hold on. I'm going to turn the mic up. Hold on. I don't know. Listen, your, per- your perfect levels were now. Are no, no, I have them. So here's the thing: like, if we had a professional podcast, and you know, we might care more about like this ambient noise. But is wait, this is professional. You know, whatever. We want people to feel like they're about. here with us, and if Sitting they were here, the, they would be by the fire, the hair dryer fire. Yeah, the hair dryer fire. <laughs> so took out the Patterson house. <laughs> so no, I'm all right with the sound because I like the I like it. Okay, I like how it feels to my right. Okay. Uh oh, we're talking about a good one for you because you teach people, mm-hmm. and that's like I try. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, whatever you can do. Yeah, is that this whole like artificially intelligent chatbot AI? You know, yeah. making its way into what into like students' hands? Mm-hmm. Because I guess it's. Fu- I mean, I don't know a lot about AI. I understand the basics of how it works. Essentially. These companies who, you know, I don't know if they're software programmers or what they do, but they essentially feed information in and the information can have like a tone of voice or something. And then it will learn. It's it's it will just get to know how it's being fed and programmed. It will get to know the language and whatever. And then it will spit it back at you when prompted. And and there's a um, really interesting article that came out today. I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, but it might have been like Daily Mail. (laughs) very different very but daily mail is actually really good reporting they're just a little you know a little bizarre but anyway you can there are chat like there's a chatbot out there now that like will like you can like talk to hitler you can talk to mussolini you can talk to all these like evil people in our history you can talk to like mao when it was mao's china and it yeah. will do a good job of being that person yeah so my first experience with ai as far as how it could influence like in academia mm-hmm. was when you showed me a website mm-hmm. that i'd never heard of mm-hmm. and i can't remember it off the top of my head do you remember the name of it yeah um it's chat gpt not that one oh. that one is the one where you can it'll like talk back to you what's the one the paraphrasing one? Oh, so here's the one? premise i don't even want to like put it out there i know well, well I guess no students are listening to that here's the premise of this website which we'll figure out momentarily you write something as a really it doesn't have to be a student, but let's say you're a student, you're writing a paper. Quill, Quillbot. 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 Oh, Quill like a pen, like yeah. writing. Okay. Quillbot. Oh, that one was. So Quillbot. Bananas. So if you good. write something or you don't write it because someone else wrote it. Right. In my student's case, they copy and pasted it from their professor's slides. So then you paste in any any text, <laughs> like a paragraph or a page or what, maybe even a paper, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then you hit like 
redo or rephrase, mm-hmm. right? Or, or whatever they call it. Yep. Paraphrase. Paraphrase. Yep. Not only does it rewrite it <laughs> different enough from the original source that you can't tell, it does a better job of rewriting it than I feel like I could. And you can pick from like the category, like you can have it be. Um, Ooh, it was like informal, yes. more traditional. Academic, maybe yeah. one of them. You can have all these different and you can toggle the number of synonyms that it will use. So if you're like, Bananas. if you're like, oh, that, you know, that pasta was hot. You can say, well, how many versions of hot do I want it to say? Right. One version? Do I want it to give me 30 versions? And but the thing is, when it rewrites it, it does such a better job than was, a human could do. It was bananas. How good we tried it. We did. We used some of your, um, maybe like from one of our like work reports or something. Yeah, like a and research we, study I yeah. helped author, and, then and it did a better job. It was. I mean, it's and now I'm on their website, and like it is a plugin for Chrome or Word. So you can just have it as a plugin, and then if you don't like the sentence, you just you highlight just, it. You can just it's a click button, and it will reword it yeah. for you. I mean, so and do they charge? Is this a for a for a fee? There is the, like the simplest version is free, and then there's a lot of upgrades you can do. Which yeah. I think we looked they're at at the time, cheap. and they were reasonable. Yeah. I mean, for you know a college student, maybe right. you know they're they're going. What if it's a hundred bucks? It. Like I don't know. I feel like it's worth it. Worth it. It is worth know. it. So this. So you're a professor. <sighs> And a kid, what do you do if you're, you're, when you are a professor and a kid who you know isn't like the best student, all of a sudden, like week nine hands you in something and you're reading it and you're like, damn, this is good. I yeah. know he, he didn't do this, but you can't find it anywhere else. It's not plagiarized. He, his friends didn't write it. Right. How do you, what do you do? Um, if you can't prove that it was plagiarized, there's not a whole lot you can do. So that's part of the problem, right? So, I mean, the, you don't really have a leg to stand on. You can talk to the student and be like, did you write this? <laughs> you you know? just be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I loved it. It was really good. I loved it. Right. So, th- so there, you know, we've had conversations, you know, as faculty at the school I work at on, so the, actually, I haven't we haven't talked about this yet, and so this is interesting for you. So my school has taken an interesting stance on it. So there are a lot of people that are like, "This is ruining education. No one's going to write anything like original anymore. They're gonna or they're not going to know how to write well." So is it necessary to be able to write well? So so that's one of my thoughts because you know I, it's not necessary to know, know how to do it, long it, division, really. And we're not like I use a calculator every yeah. day. You know, like we we use TurboTax. Like you don't have oh, yeah. to learn how to do your taxes. You're gonna punch in numbers. You know, there's a lot of things where technology and, and I. You know, this probably makes like anyone that was like you know good at writing or an English major want to die, right? But it's like okay, well, this is a thing, you know, and it's a tool and it could be really good and if you write something and it can make if you're writing so this is where it's different if you're writing something and it's making it better i mean that's just, not that i think students will take it th- as seriously as they do as using the writing center at my school but like that's what you go to the writing center this would for. replace a writing center right i mean the, so the idea is you're going over it you're learning how to do it so do i think students are like looking at like oh look what the ai did for me like this is what i should be doing like i'm not necessarily convinced that it's going to help them 
learn how to write better because they're seeing a better product, but it's possible. I mean, they'd ha- they have to be able to identify a better product then, which might in and of itself sure. teach them how to, you know, but do I think that they're even going to read it again after the chatbot does it for them? No, they're not well, going to read the it. They're other problem copy and paste is there. I don't know if this one does it. Maybe it does, but there are definitely ones out there where all you have to do is put in a website and it will paraphrase a um, paraphrase it is that the right yes. term yeah summarize it for you it, yeah it will par- it will, it will summarize it will yeah rewrite it and so for then you can just take that and right. use it as your so the, thing so the problem so is so the, so the real problem is so this is what my students this is what you so if so i had a lot of in previous classes i would have assignments where it's like define you know apr from teaching like personal finance right mm-hmm. and they and so what they would do then you can just go and google the answer to that and then put it through the chat the like right. this ai thing so that it rephrases so then you can't get caught but what if in that process they learned what apr is so but but Isn't i don't that think okay but so that's what that's what the my questions were meant to do they had to look it up find the answer and then write it out themselves i am not convinced that just typing what is APR, finding the um what is it the wallet the wallet hub or whatever oh, wallet like hub, yeah. like finding there and then copying and pasting and putting into the chatbot and then copy and pasting it and putting it into yeah. my thing I don't think they're learning it now no probably so, not so and then and then you know we have all these emails going around as faculty and then someone's like well here's a website that was designed where you put in what the student wrote and then you can tell if they use a chatbot or not one of these AI bots or not. And then, so my school has like some of the upper administration have taken an interesting thing. And they're like, you know, we really don't want our experiences with our students to be punitive. We won't, we don't want to be as teachers. Like I'm going to catch you cheating. Like, you know, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be wanting to learn. Um, Because you know what the reality is, if you don't make students interested in your topic, this has been since like the history of time, (laughs) like they're not interested and now they have a lot more that uh, their fingertips to cheat than they ever did before. I think some instructors would disagree with me, but I feel like it's my job. I have always felt like it's my job in the classroom to make the students interested in learning in in what we're going over in some capacity. I'm not saying they need want, they have to like want to major in it and do a thesis on it, but like I try to bring the content to life. So what my school is is saying is, um, you want to do more reflection and self-based questions so like for my upcoming class all of my questions for my journal and no they're no longer doing definitions i'm like tell like i would say like um how did you feel about the activity we did in class today how does it connect with the work if you ask somebody how do you feel you can't can't google it plagiarize that Right. They could maybe write it out poorly in a chat bot and then have them rewrite it. But that's it. okay to me. And and because for me, I'm looking for the reflection piece. I'm not a writing class. You're not an English teacher. So right. th- th- so I'm looking for the reflection. If my student has like if my students take 3 actual minutes to think about what we did in class and how it affects them or how it connects to their life or whatever thought-provoking question I'm trying to get them to answer, if they actually do it, I don't care how they write it, to be honest, because that for my class, that is my learning outcome. That is my objective, is getting them to connect with the content for like product development, which I'm teaching this year. Like, I'm not as worried about the writing stuff and I've been more lenient on the writing stuff because that you know the students are less likely to cheat 
if you're less strict on all this other stuff that isn't necessarily the point of the course. I'm not saying that they can write terribly, but I definitely focus on the content. You I know had, what I mean? I had a professor in grad school. I don't even know the professor's name. I had one course in grad school where the professor had almost completely automated the course. So all of the study materials, you know, it was like a book or whatever we bought, but then all of the ways that we were graded were preformed tests (laughs) that graded on the fly. So you knew right away. Absolutely. That teacher didn't have to touch the material for that. So isn't this just like, that's like, you know, Scantron level 5,000 member Scantron sheets. Yeah, but now... Isn't this just the student version of being like, hey, you know, how many professors have automated their courses? So we're going to do the same. Absolutely. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's also not like morally reprehensible when a professor that I paid a grad school level fee for wasn't even reading my answers. I agree. And um, yeah, because I just built a lot of quizzes that are self-grading, but I have a lot of other content. So, And I'm not using. So the other issue is all textbook, basically test banks have been found online. Like people yeah, you were have telling just me hacked all that. into all those. So my students are like, oh, we all have that. I really wish keys. I had known like so, the source on that. That'd I don't great. know. I don't yeah, well one of my students so, would tell so me. So what they would so so what? You get a test to your professor's like, okay, this is this book, chapter thirteen, questions one through ten. And you can there's just well, a source for that. They you have just get it. They have all of the questions. So like when you when you're an instructor and you like use a textbook, they will give you, depending on the, like like McGraw Hill and like Cengage, they give you access to not just an instructor textbook, which is like when we went to like to school, that's it all yeah. existed, right? But now there's a whole back end website with a test bank and and like um case studies and all this stuff with the answers to them. So it's not like the student would go on and be like, oh, question five is this question five. You may only use 15 of the 100 test questions, right. but the questions are in the test bank. And but how is the you, test bank accessible to non-professors? How oh, are I, these students getting there? Well, I think they, I mean, I think they can falsify if they can like get a, an instructor account. Is it, I guess is it that easy? I don't to just know. Do that? I don't know. And I think that like then I think there are students like hacking and then selling, and then I think eventually it just is out there for everybody. Yeah. Um, I could ask my student where he found them. I think there. Are, I think there are sites where you can buy them for not a lot of money. Like, like if you were, for a test. I mean, if you were a student, when you pay twenty bucks for the answer key for the whole semester. Oh, for the whole semester, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, you're paying fifteen hundred dollars for the class. Who cares about twenty bucks? Yeah, and I have to tell you that some of the students have told me that they do this are good students. Well, that's <laughs> maybe that's one. No, no, no. But they weren't doing it in the beginning, <laughs> right? And they have identified this. These are like later terms, like later year students that are like, yeah, well, these and and so these students really don't. So to your point. They don't see the value in the things that they're being assigned. So they're mailing it in. I don't know if they see the value. So like my class, I mean, you're tired of hearing about like my class for the spring. I am not lecturing at all. I didn't even prepare one. Well, lecturing is invaluable. No one, no one, no one learns uh, in the, in a lecturing (sighs) class. I don't know. I used to do some, mine are interactive. We talk, but I don't know. I felt like I was still losing people. So my class is blended. We only meet in person once a week. And in those times, they're going to meet with their groups and they're only doing group work for a full semester long. So the other answer that my school is promoting to this um chat like ai thing 
is project and problem-based learning. So you can't falsify my assignments. They're, 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 it's a full semester's worth of group work on a product you're developing. Right. There is no answer key to this. You have to do the work. I There's see this no more way. like for... I don't know. Maybe math is anything like a good English one hundred and one. Like, yeah, like yeah. English. But they have grammar. to do. They have to. Yeah, I think that's where the biggest issues are. So they have to use questions for essays that are not easily found. Like you can just find a whole essay to that. Well, answer, it sounds right? like to me that the professors need to use testing content that they've created which is supposed to be the case you, you so don't go out and buy the exams and then get mad when kids yeah. buy the answers but i think to english so if you're a class that teaches writing and how do you stop someone from using these rewriting tools i think That's you don't the real... you can't stop them so but didn't you share with me and there was a little excerpt of an instructor that said um 30% of my class, the grade is based on in-class work that right. you have to do in person. And if you can't pass that, you fail, you fail the class, even though it's only 30% of the grade. Because you could, in theory, get a 70 in that yep. class if you got a zero on the exactly. 30%. Yes. But if you don't pass the 30%, yes. the 70 doesn't matter. And so I think... I don't know. I mean, I don't know what right like what English teachers will want to do, but I think in-class writing prompts... You couldn't do, you can't assign like a five page essay in one class, but you you could do prompts where you could tell then if the work you're getting is theirs. Yeah. Because if the other work you're getting is really well done and, you know, articulate. But if you're sitting there on your computer, couldn't you just... Oh, I mean handwritten. Oh, like like on line paper. Yeah, I mean, how else can you? you yeah, can't. because if it's a plug-in in, in Word, in Word, yeah, you just hi I mean, highlight it. They could the just yeah, or yeah. I mean, so I don't know. That's where it gets. The classes I teach are like to me, it's just a push to make some changes that I think are just generally good for my class. So I'm excited to like I have these. I made questions that are not part of a test bank that I think are, you know relevant and i also want to be equitable in like how i do my grading so like some people are good at tests some people are good at writing some people are good at presenting so i have different components of my grade so that everyone can kind of play they have a time in the class where they can play to their strengths but that everyone will still work on and develop those other skills that maybe aren't their best area this is the equivalent i think you, you could like draw a parallel between like the warehouse workers who are starting to think about unionizing because what it is going to do is force the higher ups, mm -hmm. the administration to change the way that they do things. Mm -hmm. So and how they react is going to be really yeah. big. Are, like I'm really I really honestly, Eric, I've been very proud of my school being like this isn't about like students versus um, there will be prof older professors. professors who see it that way, though. And they'll yes. just be ultimately they'll just get end up being pushed out. Right. Because they won't like the changes that yeah. are coming with everybody else. And ultimately what happens, what gets frustrating is when your class is super, super boring because the other classes are interesting. Right. Students just either stop showing up, they start enrolling. Like there is a self-selection process there where, you know, if you're really not good, you'll your enrollments go down because students don't want to take your class, they want to take it with somebody else. And I I I mean, some of it's upsetting to me, but I think that I, I really have tried, like, as we get older now, I'm really trying to not be, like, a, crum a curmudgeon. Is that the right? Like, about changes just fully. 
you know, like with my work, be like, okay, this is this is obviously a change, but like, mm-hmm. what good could come out of this, right? Like, I hated Zoom in the beginning, but now it means I can work. Yeah. I can work from home effectively. There was and a point in time where the calculator was looked at like a tool. Of the yeah. devil, it's not. Yeah. So, like, is it? Do, am I worried about some of the stuff? Yes. Do I think some students are going to overuse it? Absolutely. But I think that you will will do a lot better if the schools, like to your point, I think schools are going to have to make a decision. And I think the schools that lean into it and are like, okay, let's use it as a tool. Here's how you can appropriately use it. Here's where you can make, you can like use it to make your writing better maybe. And then we're going to make our courses so they're project and problem based and they are focused on the student. Like students will write about themselves. If you are able to take a content and be like, how did that impact your life? I've got some of the best answers in my homework times I've ever gotten. It's about how about them. But if you ask them to define something, because that's a really easy assignment as an instructor to be like, define this, they're going to Google it and then run it through the, it is. It's, and I got to tell you something, it's boring to grade. Yeah. I would way, way rather read reflections on my students, how their group work is going, how, I'm having them do personality tests and then share their results with their teammates and then have them reflect on what it's going to be like to work together with the three different personality types. I'm way more interested in reading that than a definition of the four different personality types. We also, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. So now I got all revved up. You know, we all have access on our phones, in our pockets basically to the world the most advanced calculators all the information everything and we're not all astrophysicists you know like just having yes. the tool itself is not going to create it, it it doesn't doesn't get you all the way there right you have to be able to do you have to be able to critically think yeah regardless that's really that the crux but these old professors not me they're gonna baby. be all crotchety i'm sticking around yeah, we'll stop fucking what was it mcgraw hill yeah this that's like bunch of bananas oh god yeah they're like the the monsanto of education i use open source textbooks which are free textbooks and i use um smaller run non-textbooks as my books and i have a cap of 20 dollars. yeah and i just buy the books i had mcgraw hill subscriptions in grad school that were 300 bucks yeah i don't do that and for 20 bucks i would absolutely buy the answers to that thing right I wish I knew. Who needs the book? Well, it might not have been out then. Hacking Maybe it wasn't, wasn't like you couldn't yeah, do it like you can it's now. Too bad. The so, Monsentoizing of academia. Ooh, there's a thesis in there somewhere. That's what it is. Oh, I'm sure it's been looked at. <laughs> anyway, that All was right. a good one. Well, it's time to woke up. I am Eric. And I'm Corey. Adios. We can't